Okay, let's talk through all these golf events that you have coming up. Gabby, I'm glad you asked. Got my calendar right here. July 17th at Red Run, and then July 31st, I have the American Golf Outing uh, for the Cancer Society. I also have the American Cancer Society Golf Outing on the 31st, and also, I got yours on the 18th, buddy. Yeah, I'm gonna be there. Oh, boys, these are what do you want me to miss my own golf tournament? Gabby, they're all great golf. I mean, this okay. is hold on, hold on, hold on. I got this, guys. I got this. Don't worry about it. Hold on, sir. He always. Celebrity golf tournament. Watch for the eye. It's the Randy Wise Celebrity Golf Tour. Some of the biggest names in Michigan sports, and some, well, not so much. Brought to you in part by Premier Security Solutions, Fairway Packing Company, and Swiss Insurance. Watch episodes at WoodworkSports.com. And here we go, Monday show. It is June 12, 2023. Hermione and Edwards with Maz. Woodward Sports Network, woodwardsports.com, fox2detroit.com if you're watching live. Ryan Hermione, Braylon Edwards out swinging those sticks again. Oh. He's at the Calvin Johnson oh. Invitational today. In his stead, Tom Mazaway on the big chair again. Good afternoon to you, my friend. Hey, brother. Good to see you, man. Love Good to see golf. my boys, Parker and JB. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting back in my chair tomorrow, but uh, I'm here to, happy to be with you. You look great today. I feel good today. I uh, I feel great I love today. that look. This is my kind of weather. Me too. Here. Me too. I mean, I don't need 80, 85, 90 no. degree heat. I don't need it. I don't want it. I don't care about the sunshine. This is perfect for me. Amen. It's about 62 degrees. Amen. A little bit cloudy, a little bit overcast. It's fine. And I am just fine to be here. I am fine, too. I broke out, broke out uh, the little windbreaker. Still got the shorts going. Uh, that's to me. Shorts and a little pullover. I'm styling. Is that what you were wearing Saturday night when everybody <laughs> wanted autographs and pictures with Tom Mazzaro? Nope. I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt downtown. St. Clair Shores. They have the uh, Street Fest every other Saturday night. They had a great band there, an 80s band. Man, I thought I was watching, uh, I thought I was watching like Def Leppard and, uh, and all those hair bands from back in the day. I think that was a hair band. How right? many pictures did you take? Uh, just a couple, but there were a lot of people out there, a lot of good friends. I couldn't go 10 feet without seeing somebody else that I knew. And it was just a fun time. If you guys ever want to have a great time, on a Saturday night, it's the uh, well every other Saturday, so it won't be this upcoming Saturday, but the following, the whatever date that is, down in St. Clair Shores, they shut off uh, Greater Mac Drive between uh, Nine Mile and uh, like eight and a half, and they have a live band there. They got cornhole contests, uh, all the beer and and wine that you want to uh, buy and wait in line for. <laughs> they got the Copper Hop Brewery. You ever go to Copper Hop? I've not been there. I'm not I a mean, big beer guy. Well, St. Clair Shores is known for these, uh, what are they called? Independent breweries? Yeah, the breweries. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I think we have four of them inside of a mile. And uh, they do a hell of a job. You know, I don't drink, but I, I always love a good bar. And that was, that's a beautiful bar. Shores End was doing a good job. 
it was good to see the people uh, making some money. The Firehouse Pub, mm. you don't really get a ton of people there all the time, but they were just waiting in line to, to get some food and drink. Now, you lived in the Shores for 30, yeah. 30 freaking years. About, about 20, yeah, about 22 you just, years. just now learning about this? No, no. Well, they just started it. Oh, this, just started they did it last year a couple of times, but now they're doing it more often. And uh, it, was, it was fun. They put the big stage at the end of it, right by Travis. The big stage right by Travis. And you should have seen the line into Travis, by the way. Wow. If you don't know what Travis is, it is like Hunter House, except I think it's the best burger uh, in Michigan. Correct. Facts. Facts. It's not even uh, objectionable. Nine and Mac. Travis, come and see us. Um, Tom, you know, there was something else happening over the weekend, and it was Taylor Swift. Now, I, I don't know how many people are uh, exhausted by all the Taylor Swift talk, but there is some power behind it. Woo. I mean, to get 120,000-plus fans on back-to-back -back nights collectively now, uh, probably more than that was 65,000 people. At an average of, let's just say an average of 750. Okay. Because people bought tickets earlier, like well, two, 300, and then people are buying $2,000 tickets. I just, I, th there's something palpable about what she does in the emotion that she draws. Perhaps the biggest act going on right now in this country to be able to fill these stadiums one after the next, unlike anybody else. To have two shows at Ford Field, two shows at Raymond James Stadium a couple of weeks ago or a couple of months ago. Uh, now she's going to pick Pittsburgh for two shows. Yep. Now, there is no question in my mind. I think it was cool, too, how she stayed at the Shinola Hotel, by the way, downtown. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Um, there is no question in my mind, Tom Asway, you will see her at the Super Bowl. You know, usually that comes out. What, uh, uh, just before Christmas, maybe even a little bit afterwards? Oh, yeah. In January, yeah, maybe about even? that time. A little earlier, um, actually. Maybe a little earlier, yeah. Thanksgiving, whatever. Exactly. Around that time. Zero question in my mind she will be the halftime act uh, for the Super Bowl this year. She has never done the Super Bowl, and I think this is the year for it. The only thing is the Super Bowl is usually for an artist that wants to put something out, promote something. This girl doesn't need... A damn thing. I mean, the streets of downtown uh, this past weekend were jam-packed, uh, kids galore, young ladies galore. Uh, it was really great to see. And the Tigers played as well. Unfortunately, they got swept. We'll talk about you them. You see That's the fireworks story. got canceled too on Friday they, they, night? Yeah, I was there when they canceled them. They well, said it was the air quality. Yeah, I'm sure. People were booing, by the way. I'm sure. <laughs> you well, know, the Taylor, the Taylor Swift fans would have thought it was for Taylor Swift yeah, anyway. And, and we talked about that. Actually, that's one of the reasons why you buy tickets to a Friday night game. Well, it is a great night to go either way. Even if they don't shoot off the fireworks, it is, to me, the best night to mm -hmm. go is a Friday night at Comerica. Uh, all the beautiful people are out. I'll say mm -hmm. that. Then there's me. No, you're fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, you're fine. But what about the, the, the you were making a point about the Super Bowl halftime show, Taylor yeah. Swift? She don't have anything to promote. I mean, she's, she's got a, everything to promote. She's a promotion on her own. What is she don't need it? She don't really need the Super Bowl. By the way, they don't. The Super Bowl doesn't pay the artist. That is all the record label and you know whoever's putting that stuff out. So that's that's up to the artist. I don't think she needs the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, I don't know if you don't need to have a hundred million eyeballs on you she at already one had time. It. No, I understand that, yeah. but I, I do think it's going to be her without question. And and to be honest with you, I don't even know. 
who it would be other than her this year specifically. Right. I mean, uh, Rihanna uh, had it last year. Um, I'm just looking at the list of halftime Super Bowl acts. It was Rihanna. Uh, before that, it was Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, The Weeknd, uh, Shakira, Jennifer Lopez, Maroon 5, Justin Timberlake, Lady Gaga, Colt. I say uh, bring, I say bring back Shakira and J-Lo again. Katy Perry, <laughs> uh, Beyonce, it. Bruno Mars. You know, uh, I was at the Bruno Mars one. Yeah. That was in Jersey. It was great. I don't know who's left outside of Taylor Swift that could match that moment. No, I I agree with you. She'll probably she is the favorite, no doubt about it. I'm just saying she really doesn't need any more pub. In fact, I put a Twitter poll out. Let's see how it's doing right now. Who is more of a lock to be at Super Bowl 58 this year? Is it the Kansas City Chiefs? Is it the Cincinnati Bengals, the Philadelphia Eagles, or Taylor Swift? Uh, right now, Taylor Swift at 56%. The Kansas City Chiefs at 29%. Eagles and Bengals bring up the rear. How about that? Let's get the uh, chat involved. Guys, get on there. Go to Ryan Armani's uh, Twitter. What is it at, Ryan? Uh, at Ryan E. Fox 2 is the Twitter if you'd like to uh, weigh in on the Twitter poll. Well, we could put our own one up here. Absolutely. Yeah. Who is more of a lock to be at Super Bowl 58? The Chiefs, the Eagles, the Bengals, other, or Taylor Swift? I do believe Taylor Swift is over under 100%. Wow. Going to be the I might Super Bowl. To, I might have to take the. Show. I might have to take that back. I'm going o over 100. percent All right, I'll There's take no the doubt under. about it. Um, then, then this happened over the weekend. Tom, you mentioned the Tigers. You were at the Tigers game this weekend. Yep. Um, just uh, complete utter disaster. They're in every game this season, but has they been. find a way to lose. This is who we thought they were, isn't it? it isn't this now? who we thought they were going to be yeah. coming into this season. But we, I thought they really weren't even going to compete. They are competing. Yeah, they, they got shut out the first game uh, to uh, who they played this past weekend. Arizona. Arizona. But the last two games, man, one-run games, blowing it in the ninth. Friday night, they gave up seven in the seventh on a tie game. Corbin Carroll is just making every Tiger fan miserable. You know why? Because the Tigers took Riley Green with the fifth pick, and Arizona took Corbin Carroll with the 16th pick in that same draft. And I'm not saying Riley Green is a bad player because we know he's not, but I don't think he ever had the trajectory that this kid has. And I can go over. I mean, if I, right, I didn't even know you were talking about this, and mm -hmm. I still got it covered for you here. Thank you. Check I this appreciate out. that. Love Here's to hear it. Here's what I got for you. Love to hear it. Hold on one second. Here it is. This is the 2019 Major League Draft. Orioles, they got it right oh, with the God. great catcher, Adley Rushman. He'll be there for 12, 15 years. He's a stud. Years. Kansas City, they got it right, Bobby Witt Jr. White Sox, Andrew Vaughn, terrific. Uh, Miami, up, up. we don't know about J.J. Blade. Number five, Tigers, Riley Green. Number eight, the Rangers, Josh Jung, they got it right. Number 11, the Jays, Alec Manoa. The kid won like 18, 19 games for two straight years. This year, struggling, just went down to the minors. He'll be back. Uh, Arizona, Corbin Carroll at 16. Uh, George Kirby, who's going to be a 20-game winner possibly this year for the Seattle Mariners. And the Yankees with Anthony Volpe at 30. Those are the players that were taken after Riley Green. And we all know Riley Green's a good player. Can't stay on the field. 
It's internationally they can't pick. You got this kid Ellie Dela Cruz for the Reds. Uh, a lot of teams have these kids from international markets. The Tigers don't have that. And I know we have a brand new uh, Scott Harris is doing his best as GM president. I'd like to hear from him. Al Avila really set us back. I'd like to hear from from Scott Harris. I, I think uh, I think Scott Harris should make some sort of statement to the fans and, and keep everybody up to date. They've got a couple of guys down there in the minor leagues as well. Like, wh- why are why, get some guys up? If, get some guys up and see what you have. You don't and want to bring them up w- too quick. W- what? Why not? Because you might have a Spencer Torkelson effect. Last year, one of the worst OPSs, one of the worst averages, hits per whatever the hell you want to call it, his stats were among the worst for first-year players. And now this year, he's trying to, he's struggling still, trying to get it going. Yeah, we hit, we know he hits the ball hard, but that's it. He doesn't hit for average. He's not hitting for home runs and RBI. Maybe they brought him up too quick. I don't know. I just, I, I guess, I guess, I just don't understand why play scared then. Just because it didn't work with one guy doesn't mean it can't work in an, in another instance. And um, you you got these guys on this team now that you trot out there each and every day, and there's just nothing there. No, there's just nothing there with this baseball club. They can't I, hit. I mean, they they pull Foles full, gold over your eyes. You know, staying in this bad. Look at Cody Clemens. NFC, he goes over to Philly. Cody Clemens is batting 130 points higher than he ever did here as a Tiger. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know. They're not training these guys right. I can't put my finger on it. Who's got it worse, the Detroit Tigers or I'll let you know where I'm going with that. And which team would you rather be? Okay. But first, a message from Fairway Packing Company. We are going to be out there on Friday. We'd love to see you. Friday is the day that we will be broadcasting live from Fairway Packing Company from 11 a.m. to 4. Big D Energy, the guys are going to be there uh, from 11 to 1. We'll be there from 2 to 4 at Fairway Packing Steak Shop in Gross Point Woods right there on Mac Avenue. Looking for the perfect Father's Day gift. Look no further than Fairway Packing Company Steak Shop. Ribeyes, New York Strips, Tomahawks, Porterhouses. How about a gift card? You might as well go. Everybody's getting Everybody gets their so alcohol. You bring alcohol. Here, here's a bottle of this, bottle of that. Take your dad one of the best steaks he'll ever have in his life. How about a box of them? Oh, or a box of them. <laughs> Get a Fairway box from Fairway Packing Company. Visit them online. Uh, fairwaypacking.com. Fairwaypacking.com. Source, cut, aged, packed to perfection. Woodward Avenue, the first paved road in America. Woodward Sports, the first sports network born in Detroit and made for Detroit. By now you know me, Christina Gennari, as the obvious choice in real estate. And you know my website, soldchristina.com, as your number one resource for buying or selling your home. Myself, along with my amazing staff, pride ourselves on making your home buying and selling experience a relaxing and easy one. Come see why we are the obvious choice. Christina Gennari at soldchristina.com, the obvious choice in real estate. By now you know me, Christina Gennari, as the... Welcome to the Woodward Sports Network. You have an opinion? Make sure it's seen and heard. Hop on the YouTube chat. Slide in the DMS at Woodward Sports on all social media. 
a little Detroit Tigers now. Ryan Armani, Tom Mazaway, and uh, Braylon is out at the Calvin Johnson Jr. Foundation Celebrity Golf uh, Tournament. Maz, your favorite day of the week is Monday because that's when you get all of the golf tournaments happening around the area. Yeah, Monday, but it seemed to happen a lot more. Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, there's always something going on. Um, you know, today there's also the Hank Greenberg Invitational oh. uh, happening as well. Uh, Roger Clemens and Adam Schefter are in town. How about that? Uh, how Here about in Detroit, that? huh? Nice. Huh? Pretty cool. That's where I'm going after this. You are? Yeah, that's why I'm Where's trust- it at? Uh, it is at the, the Franklin Hills Country Club. That's where I'm going after Sounds this. Sounds fancy. Yeah, very, very fancy. Um, guys, would you rather be the Detroit Tigers or the New York Mets? The Detroit Tigers are not trying to win. The Detroit Tigers suck. Suck pretty bad. Totally bare bone. The Detroit Tigers are five and a half games out of first place after losing nine in a row. And a game out of last. The New York Metropolitans have the highest payroll in baseball, $304 million. They have lost eight of nine, are four games under five hundred, and are nine and a half games out of first place. Which team would you rather be right now? The Mets. (laughs) I'd rather be the Mets because Steve Cohen... Is an owner you know you could depend on. Matter of fact, he came out and told everyone in New York, listen, man, I'm not going to push the panic button now. I'm not canning Buck Showalter. They got a bunch of young guys up in that lineup. They got a bunch of injuries. Their best player, Pete Alonzo, is out for a while. Took a uh, Got hit on the wrist the other day by the Braves, those sons of you-know-whats. Uh, they knocked him out. He's going to be out to the All-Star break. He was leading the uh, major leagues in, in home runs. Mm-hmm. And you're paying $100 million to two guys in their 40s. And they're finally uh, showing their age. Max Scherzer, still 10 strikeouts the other night, but he can't get past five innings. Justin Verlander couldn't get past three innings. He's thrown an occasional decent game in here. He's only been going for about a month and a half. Uh, so it's basically his spring training. And he's got to get turning it on now because the Met fans – aren't going to sit around uh, for often. But don't forget, they started the year on a, da- on a bad thing because their best closer, Edwin Diaz, knocked mm-hmm. out with the World Baseball Classic, blew out his knee. And, yep, Timmy Trumpet, you don't see him at Shea or City Field anymore. Uh, the Mets are hurting. Uh, I wouldn't give up on him yet. They have dug themselves a hell of a hole. But they're going dis- to have Shohei next year. They're going to have Shohei Otani. Yeah, you'd rather be the Mets because you have more faith in the owner. Of course. Um, Now, here's the thing with the Detroit Tigers. And, you know, you look at their setup, and we all complain about payroll, payroll. Oh, Chris Illich doesn't spend money. Chris Illich doesn't do this. Chris Illich doesn't do that. I don't think that's the problem. It's not. It's just complete and utter negligence. When it comes to the draft yep. and who you draft. I, I just mean, gave you the 19 draft. Yeah, we, we talk about the Detroit Red Wings and the Pistons not really uh, having luck when it comes to you know getting the number one pick in a year like this where you have Victor Wembanyama or the Detroit Red Wings never moving up in the draft year after year after year after year. It's been 20 years. Since the they Tigers picked. pick early every year. Every single year they pick early. Where are their players? Where are they? And how are they being developed? Now, Riley Green, I'll never say anything about Riley Green. Riley Green is Not a, yet, at least. Riley Green is a football player out there that plays baseball. And you know what? He plays so freaking hard 
if he gets injured, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just not going to say he's injury prone because that dude plays so hard. But he's one guy. And the reason everybody depends on Riley Green is because everybody else sucks. So Riley Green's not allowed to make mistakes. Riley Green's not allowed to get injured. Riley Green is every focus on this team's future is about Riley Green. And Spencer. Not so much Spencer Torkelson anymore because you see what you see. This guy's never going to be a masher. You don't guy, know that. I don't know that. Don't say that. Then. I don't know that. But he looks. He looks like a fine. He'll, he'll be. What did a, I tell you about? They brought him up. Player. They brought him up before he was ready. And so he's learning on the job. Now whether they ruined him or not, I can't tell you. How that. old is Spencer Torkelson? I don't know. Early twenties. Okay. He's not one of those guys that comes up and is some phenom at eight, eight, right nineteen twenty. I gave you the phenoms 22. already ahead, in this draft. I gave you the phenoms. There's phenoms already from the 2019 and that's what I'm draft. Saying. We got to wait till the kid's 24, 25 years old to be good here in Detroit. I'm with that's you. what I'm talking I get about it. here. He's I get 23, it. by the way. He's 23. Okay, do I got to wait till he's 27 years old? Arizona I, 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 has it. We just played Arizona, right in front of our faces. Corbin Carroll killed us this weekend. And I'm not. I'm not saying no disrespect to Spencer Torkelson. He's doing uh, as good as he can do. But that's just because he's just okay. That puts all the pressure on anybody that's good. I mean, are you building a team around Spencer Torkelson? No. Are you building a team around Riley Green? Looks like you could when healthy. Uh, Parker, three injuries already. You were just going to give me his age of 23. Uh, I was going to say that along with just like, I mean, you, we drafted Torkelson with a number one overall pick. We expected him to be the player that we could bring up pretty early and be a very good impact player. But it's looking like we drafted the guy a little bit later, which is Riley Green, what, a year or so later, I think? And I mean, I don't know. How many more years how many how much more time are we gonna give Spencer Torkelson until we pull the plug on it? Well, I, I mean you don't pull the plug on anything right now. I mean you can't pull the plug on anything when I'm even Casey Mize drafted Casey Mize first overall. <laughs> Forget that about is what, that is what ki- that that is what's killing the Tigers. Drafting Torkelson first overall, drafting Mize first overall. Uh, that's what kills this ball club because you want to go to the payroll. You want me to tell you something about the payroll? It's probably in the middle. Payroll's nineteenth. The Oakland A's. The Oakland A's suck, right? Okay, yeah. Oakland sucks. They're trying to move. They're thirtieth. They are trying to lose. Baltimore Orioles, 29th. You know what Baltimore is? Baltimore is the third best team in the American League uh, with 41 wins. The, the, what do they got? Uh, 41 and 24, I think. Yeah. Baltimore. Let me stop you there for a second. Okay. And I told you, their number one pick in 2019, Adley yep. Rutschman. Yep. He's leading them right now. The kid's a leader. Gunnar Henderson hitting like a monster now all of a sudden in the last two weeks. They are hitting on their draft picks. And remember, the Tigers' last playoff performance was against the Baltimore Orioles in 2014. So they have not been good, really, since then, but they are now. Baltimore. And look at, the, look at the Tigers. Same two teams played in that playoff yep. in 2014. Who would you rather be now in 2023? Baltimore's 29th out of 30 teams when it comes to payroll in Major League Baseball. They would be in first place in any other division yep. if they the were East. not in the AL East. 28th in payroll, the Pittsburgh Pirates. If you look at the standings uh, in the uh, National League Central Division, the Pittsburgh Pirates 
are in first place. Do you know who is uh, above the Pittsburgh Pirates at number 27? The, the Tampa Reds? Bay Rays. Oh, the Rays. Oh. You know the Tampa Bay Rays. You know what they are. Best team in baseball. It is the best organization best in baseball. Yes. One of the best organizations in sports. They are a Major League Baseball best 48-20 with the 27th highest payroll out of 30 teams in Major League Baseball. Um, Above them, the Cleveland Guardians. Cleveland hovering around 500. They've got some pieces. They're coming now. Again, they are a game and a half out of first place. They won playoffs last year. Exactly. Uh, Shall I go on? Yes. Uh, The Cincinnati Reds. Good team. Good team. Uh, They are four games out of first place, uh, hovering around 500. (laughs) So what I'm trying to get at, guys, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Tampa, Cleveland, Cincinnati. Five of the lowest payrolls in the Major League Baseball universe here. Uh, They're all competing for playoffs this year. So you don't, it's not that Chris Illich isn't spending money. This organization from top to bottom is just miserable and completely inept. And Scott Harris just took over. We'll give him a chance, but it don't take that long. Couple of drafts, couple of signings, some development, and you should be in this thing. But here's the problem. We've already had 10 bad years. Yes. 10 bad years. Now he's coming here and he's working with a bare cupboard. Who is he going to trade for? Who is he bringing in? Yeah, he brought in Maton and Veerling and a couple of other guys, but they're not going to kill, they're not going to be stalwarts on your team. Right now, they're just guys that are taking up a position on the field. They're a pretty decent hitter here and there. He's trying to fill the team with basic players. This team has been lacking regular, everyday players for 10 years. Miguel Cabrera is a disaster. Should have retired last year. They should have let him go. They should have talked him into saying goodbye. It's horrible what he's going through, what he looks like. No one gives a damn. Yeah, another Miggy. Miggy being Miggy, that's what they say. That's embarrassing. I don't even pay attention when he's up anymore. I know he got another double the other day. I don't care. I don't care. This is the it's, remember how ba- you guys don't remember how Babe Ruth went out. He went out with the Boston Braves. They don't exist anymore. The Yankees said, "I'm sorry, that's enough, Babe." He went to another team. I'm sorry, Miggy. It's enough. It's too late now. He's got to finish the year, and it's a disaster. But what does Scott Harris do? Last year, he traded his best closer. Who's he have now? Another closer in Alex Lang. Maybe they can get something for him. Maybe they can get something for Edwin Rodriguez. Maybe. It's a big maybe. They don't have any chips to deal. Yeah, they really don't. And, and, you know, just talking about the different teams at the start of the segment, I talked about who would you rather be, the Mets or the Tigers. And with the Tigers, it does feel because the drafts have been so bad, Maz, You've got to buy this. You've got to buy your way out of this almost. If you want it to end quickly, you do have to to maybe... Yeah. Uh, Break the bank. Exactly. Yeah, but are you bringing the right guys in because they haven't in the past? But this is a new guy. This is I a can't n- even bring Al Avil up anymore because yeah. this is a new guy. Just like we can't bring up Matt Millen and Patricia and Bob Quinn anymore for the Lions. It's new. It's Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell. The Tigers are new. You're right. They've got to buy their way out of You've this. You've got to buy your way out of it, I, unless you want it to be another four, five, six Correct. years. That's what it looks like. Because you're going to need another four, five, six years of drafts, if, assuming 
Scott Harris is the general manager to get the job done and bring some talent here quickly. I'm up against a break, Parker. Uh, guys on the team like Jonathan Scope, who's taking like a ton of the cap space. So I mean, not even cap space because MLB doesn't have cap space, but he's taking a ton of money from the team where we could use that money to put in bring in other assets. Yeah, it's not only money; it's just at bats. Yeah. Get some guys up. You, you know, yeah. I mean, I don't care about the money. Uh, Get some guys up. He's taking up at bats and uh, time. not many. They're not using it much yeah, anymore. They don't. You're right about that. They're not using it much Kinda anymore. Like Miggy. But look at the Orioles. The way they've come back. It took them nine years to get to this spot where they are now. Nine years, and the Tigers are still in neutral in the last nine years. Am mm -hmm. I wrong about that? No. The two teams that met in the 2014 and ALDS, the the Orioles swept us. Then everything broke from there. Remember? How could you forget? How do you not? How do you not? Uh, guys, big NBA Finals game tonight. Doesn't get much bigger than tonight for both teams. Uh, Winner go home for the Heat. Uh, you'll hear from Mike Malone, Eric Spolstra. Lots to get to. And Gilbert Arenas really loves the city of oh Detroit. Oh, my God. But first, a message from Dispo. Yes, that's right. Join us and the Dispo family at their Hazel Park location on June 23rd for Armani and Edwards with Mazza, as well as the Woodward Heavyweights from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. That's right. Come prepared to hang out with us. Also, come prepared as the Dispo Dispensary takes your cannabis experience to new heights. Located at 634 West Nine Mile Road in Hazel Park, Michigan. We will see you there for Armani Edwards with Mass and the Heavyweights live June oh, yeah, 23rd. Oh yeah, I hear you. I don't Dispo see you, but I hear you. Dispensary, your local <laughs> cannabis plug. <laughs> you have an opinion? Make sure it's seen and heard. Corner, jumper, Hop on the YouTube chat. Slide in the DMS at Woodward Sports on all social media. Like to win not one, but two vehicles of your choice. One for you and one for your wife, your girlfriend, or your best bud. Get to Lady Jane's today for an award-winning haircut and automatically enter for your chance to win. Courtesy of Les Stanford Buick GMC of Ferndale. Lady Jane's. Open seven days a week. Walk in anytime. It's wicked awesome. in Detroit sports coverage. The Denver Nuggets can wrap up their first NBA championship tonight against the Miami Heat. First and foremost, before I get to the game tonight, how in the world wasn't there a game last night, Maz? I, I, could, I, I had to double check my television and my phone app. I'm like, oh, I mean, let me roll on, on, on 8 o'clock. It's either an NHL game. I knew it wasn't NHL because I watched it Saturday night. I'm like, NBA Sunday for sure. No, they're Monday, and the NHL is Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, horrible choice, guys. Horrible. You're going from Denver, Miami to Denver. I understand the one day. It's, it's okay to travel. They're big boys. Play the game on a Sunday night where you're going to get the best audience. I'll watch it tonight. But I don't know. I was locked in last night, ready to go. Uh, <laughs> Disappointed. It, it was 8 o'clock, and I jumped up out of my seat. I was like, oh, I, I got to flip over. I, I, I really thought the game was last night. <laughs> and I was so disappointed to have nothing, nothing at all. No hockey, no basketball. 
And uh, so I just went to bed. I caught up on my TV series. <laughs> I caught up on Barry. You ever watch Barry? No, what's that? That's an HBO, HBO thing. It's coming to an end yeah. as well. So I got one Probably more episode to go. Sounds like it should. Um, but tonight. My, my <laughs> Bill Hader's in it. He's oh, great. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. He you got to love Bill Hader. <laughs> yeah, Bill Hader. And how about the Fonz? The Fonz is in it. Oh, yeah. Henry, Henry Winkler. Winkler. Yeah. Very good. Good for Barry. Uh, Mike Malone. He's got a chance to close out the Miami Heat tonight. Here's his thoughts on the closeout game back in Denver. My my biggest concern going into any closeout game is human nature and fighting against that. You know, you're up 3-1. And, you know, there's it's a, most teams, when you're up 3-1, they come up for air, they relax, and they, they just kind of take it for granted that, oh, we're, we're going to win this. And the neat thing for us is that going back to the bubble, you know, we've been down 3-1 before, and we've come back and won, and we know anything is possible. And, uh, and that's why, like, my message to our team before we came down to the media and the open portion of practices was our approach has to be that we're down 3-1. You know, they're desperate. We have to be more desperate. They're hungry. We have to be hungrier. And uh, there is no celebrating after game four. We have another game that we have to win. And the close that game is always the hardest game ever. So I'm looking forward to seeing our approach. You know, we had it in game six against Phoenix. We had it in game five against Minnesota. We had it in game four against the Lakers. And my hope is that tomorrow night in front of just an unbelievable crowd, incredible environment, that our players understand the opportunity in front of them and take full advantage of it. That's Mike Malone talking about the uh, game tonight. I'll tell you, man, the Nuggets just seem so good. They are. And overmatch the Heat, overpower the Heat in all three of their wins. They've come by double digits. In the game that Miami won, Denver was up by double digits. Yep. Uh, they're just better. They're bigger. They're faster. They're deeper. All around. They're professional, man. They are true professionals. And they're a nine-point favorite tonight in a closeout yeah. game. Yeah. I, tough to bet against them. Got to be honest. As much as I'd like to see the Heat extend it, I think this is what we call the old gentleman's five-game sweep. Just like the Pistons did back in 04 to the Lakers, I believe the Nuggets win on home court tonight and give it to the Mile High fans. The Larry O'Brien is going to be out tonight at Mile High. Um, on the other side, Eric Spolstra uh, had his thoughts on trying to get just one win in the series to take it back to Miami. Uh, we have um, just, I've used this term before, savage competitors. They love the ultimate challenges and the ultimate competition. Um, you know, some of the fiercest battles were uh, back in training camp when we were competing and uh, splitting up teams. I mean, we could barely get through those full contact practices without everybody screaming at each other, yelling at the, the coaches that are officiating, uh, arguing about the scores. Like, it, I mean, it's it's that level of intensity when they're playing and competing for a score, um, and love playing in, in these kind of environments. You know, where it, it's. The crowd's going to be great, you know, tomorrow. Uh, everybody's counting us, us out. We're used to that. Um, but ultimately, it has to be decided between those four lines. The crowd's not going to decide it. Uh, the narratives aren't going to decide it. Uh, whatever the analytics are about 3-1, that ain't going to decide it. It's going to be decided 
between those four lines, whose game can get to whose game uh, and ultimately win at the end. That's what our guys love. Um, and so we're looking forward to it. It's a soundbite machine that Eric Spolstra, the best-looking coach in all of professional sports. Following too, Pat Riley's what a, footsteps. What a stud. Oh, my gosh. But, look, this is all, isn't this all gravy for the Heat? Yeah. I mean, they don't have Victor Oladipo. They didn't have Tyler Hero. He is expected to try to play tonight. Tyler Hero, I don't he's got see a broken it. hand. Yeah, I don't see um, it. You know, he's, try, he's working out this morning. He's trying to play. If he does, I'm not sure what he'll give them. But this is a team that's undermatched. And everything, out, uh, they're the eighth seed in the East. They lost their first play-in game and got all the way to the NBA Finals. They've done more than any eighth seed ever in the history. Right. Of this league. Here it is, man. Uh, it's deja vu again. Remember the bubble. They weren't supposed to be there either. They made it to the finals against the Lakers. And uh, the Lakers took it off and, and won that one. I think they won in six that year, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. But uh, the Heat gave it all their best here. I, do I think they're going to come out strong tonight? I do, but I don't think it matters. I think uh, Nikola Jokic wraps up another MVP. He'll get his finals MVP. Uh, I bet you he gets another high triple-double tonight. I can't see... Jamal Murray not scoring another 30 points again tonight. They're home. That crowd is going to get them going. I know Eric Spolster said, hey, the crowd's not going to win it for him. I kind of disagree with him here. I know the Heat have been answering all the bells. They answered them all. But this is the toughest bell to answer. The Nuggets at home, nine-point favorites. Vegas knows. Does this feel like a little bit of a changing of the guard in the NBA, too? Denver goes on to win tonight. I mean, no LeBron, yeah. no Steph I kinda, Curry. I like it. I definitely like it. It's, uh, yeah, it's Jokic time, man. You know, it's I mean, Jokic Kawhi time. Leonard had a couple of those championships over the last decade with Toronto and then with the Spurs. Yep. Um, you know, you mixed uh, Giannis and Tedekumbo in there, too, with the Milwaukee Bucks. But, I mean, if you look at the last nine years, I mean, you're looking at Kawhi's got two. One with the Spurs, one with the... I forgot. Did he win one with the yeah, Spurs? Yeah, wow. one with the Spurs, one with the Raptors. Then you've got uh, Golden State with four. Yep, could have been and, more. you know, LeBron with two, one with Cleveland, one with the Lakers, and then Giannis. So, I mean, you're talking about kind of an, an older guard there, minus the one championship with Giannis. Right. Feels like a little bit of a changing of the guard in the NBA. I hear you. I believe the Celtics will make a really good comeback again next year, and I think you'll see the Celtics in next year's NBA Finals. I, I really do. They might be in it, but they haven't won it since they the have, Paul they, Pierce, Kevin I know. Uh, Garnett days, I know. Ray Allen. They still, got the, they still got the horses as long yeah. as they sign Jalen Brown again. They got the horses, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll they see. They spend the money or not. Because um, I want to get to this. And, and it happened last week, but we have not talked about it a little bit. That's Gilbert Arenas uh, on some podcast yeah. uh, talking about uh, the city of Detroit. Here you go. I know I'm not bringing nobody here. I know this city sucks. They the just wanted sucks. him. I know all things in Detroit ain't What do they have? The third shit. round? They got the so third pick? Detroit is 70, coming back, Gil. What they got? 78 million. What they got the third pick? What'd they get? I don't know who they get. No, I'm just saying. They might have sure. sold that to him. Like, they probably sold themselves to him. But what I'm saying is if I know that as an owner, why am I paying and putting so much That's money yeah. into because 78 million? If I know yeah. that... Listen, we, we can't they got the fifth. I had to afford a coach on what reality is. Yep. Reality is not putting $78 million in the, in the coach that this is what I have. Right. 
They're not going to get a winning season, cool. though. Yeah, I am. Who's oh. a free agent? You haven't done it. Who's a free agent? Exactly what we're talking about. $12 million Build- extra Ex- to pay no. whoever. First of all, there's not a ton of free agents this year. Gilbert Arenas, he was talking about why would Monty Williams take this money? You needed to overpay Monty Williams because there's no way anybody is coming to Detroit. And, you know, I guess. Why is he saying it that? I mean, well, yeah. because he's trying to get clicks. Yeah. We're playing it. You know, I mean, that's why. That's uh, why. I mean. But he says the city sucks and all. That's That's not true. It's not true. Yeah, but he's just saying it. I mean, we 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 give him the platform too. I mean, we oh look at what Gilbert Arenas talking crap about the city of Detroit. Why even? Why did we even play that? Agent Zero. You know what I mean, he is a zero. He's he never sucks. won anything. Yeah, he sucks too. What is zero? That guy yeah, is. He is. You know, um, but he's counting his money though. Right. But look, when is the Monty Williams press conference? By the way, today Here. I think. Today. I think it's today. I believe it's today at four thirty. Really? Yes. I didn't realize. I didn't that. get anything from the Pistons either. I didn't. Usually, I I, I always usually do. I'll see something yeah, at I'll Fox s- Two. I'll see an email. Yeah, I'll see an email. But I, I, I saw on Twitter a couple things. Oh yeah, Monty Williams at four today. I saw James Edwards tweet that out. I, you got me. I haven't gotten anything from the Pistons yet. Well, it's a good day then for the city of Detroit and Detroit Pistons fans because I do think he brings a lot of credibility to the organization and. Um, what Monty Williams will be tasked to do is get these three players, Cade Cunningham, Jaden Ivey, and Jalen Duran, to grow together and to be the nucleus for what we hope is at some point contending for an Eastern Conference championship and a an NBA Finals uh, championship. And we'll see how long that goes. This is a man's league. This is a men's league. And... You don't win championships with kids. So it's going to take time. It's going to take m- many years probably before we see the fruits of this Ooh. labor. But that's why you give a coach a long-term deal like that. That's why you give a coach all that money is to try to at least hope that you have the players on your roster that could grow into that at some point and then filter the players around it. Add the players around it. What do you need now? Will they pick at five? We don't know. Supposedly he's a great teacher of guards. Well, you got a bunch of guards on this team. And one of them is a kid, Killian Hayes, that uh, hasn't really showed uh, that number one status that he was picked a few years ago. Maybe he could get that kid going again. And uh, who knows, right? Maybe, uh, maybe he is the right guy for the job. We hope so. They sure paid for him. Hopefully he's the guy. He's been hiring uh, his coaching staff. I guess we'll hear more about it from Monty uh, himself later on. Yeah, I, from Little I, I don't see anything from the Pistons on the website or anything like that about introducing any coach. So, I mean, maybe it is, maybe it's not. Um, if, if we haven't gotten anything, I really can't believe that it would happen. But I did read something, unless that was a fake account. I, that's uh, one quick thing. Oh, here you go. Bally Sports Detroit streamed the Monty Williams press conference there you go. tomorrow afternoon there at 4.30. Tomorrow at 4.30. So there you go. That's why I haven't seen it, because it's tomorrow at 4.30. Very good. Are we up to date now? We are up to date. I just want to put out accurate information. Accurate. 
Tomani tomorrow. Right. Um, all right, guys. Uh, coming up, the Detroit Lions getting some love when it comes to Super Bowl odds. We'll get to that. Plus, you'll hear from a position coach for the Detroit Lions at a unit that was, I don't want to say ridiculed last year, but pretty thin last year. It looks to be a strength this year. We'll get to that next. But first, a message from Planet Fitness. Yes, Planet Fitness. Now, we all know Planet Fitness as your judgment-free zone where you can work out for just $10 a month. But as of right now, Planet Fitness is thrilled to allow high schoolers ages 14 through 19 in the U.S. and Canada to work out all for free all summer long, all the way up until August 31st with their Planet Fitness High School Summer Pass. Teens can register as of right now and gain access to the club all the way up until August 31st. But that's not all because Planet Fitness is giving away over $200,000 to high schools and students. Teams who sign up for the high school summer pass can help win a scholarship for their school and participate in a TikTok video contest for a chance to win academic scholarships. Visit the landing page for more information and, of course, legal disclosure at pfsummerpasscontest.com. It's Planet Fitness, where your fitness is essential. The only sports network in Detroit that starts with a W. You know, because we win. Detroit's winning sports network. At work and at home, we're there with smarter security solutions. Featuring complete automation with customized alerts and more. For over 90 years, we've been the company that's been counted on to protect what matters most, all with personalized service and care. Right now, for a limited time, receive a free video device plus free installation with a new home system. Guardian Alarm. We protect Michigan. We don't like to brag that we are the toughest sports network in Detroit. But we do have a guy named Darren McCarty on our side. Woodward Sports. I saw this earlier today, and I really, really um, appreciated it as a Lions fan. I just can't remember ever seeing the Lions on this list ever before. And it's um, it was a tweet at U Stadium. Uh, this is they got it from ESPN. Yeah, ESPN's FPI Super Bowl Fifty Eight chances. We're talking about the Super Bowl here. Think about that. The Super Bowl. What are the odds? That blank team makes it to the Super Bowl. Okay. The Eagles have the best odds to get to the Super Bowl at 13.9%. By virtue of a weak NFC, probably. The Chiefs at number two. uh, 49ers, three. Bills, four. Bengals, five. Cowboys, six. The Detroit Lions. The seventh best Super Bowl odds to get to the Super Bowl. FPI rating. You know, the computer models, yeah. playing through the season, matchups, numbers, all that. The Detroit Lions, seven on this list, a 4.3% chance to get to the Super Bowl. They are the fourth best odds in the NFC, but behind Eagles, 49ers, Cowboys, and then Lions. I am curious about these uh, Dallas Cowboys. Am I underselling the Cowboys? A little. I just, I just don't see it. I, I what don't you see? I feel like they got worse. What'd they lose? Uh, they, they lost a running they back. They lost a running but back. But he wasn't very good last year. Um, I don't think they got better at wide I don't think their wide receivers are all that great. 
CD Lamb is pretty good. CD Lamb is good. What else they got? A banged up Michael Gallup. Um, did got they a couple lose their other tight guys. end? Dal- did they lose Dalton Schultz? Yeah, I they think let, they lost Dalton Schultz. They let him go. Um, so I think they got worse there. I think Dalton Schultz is a really damn good tight end. They got Mazzie Smith. Yeah, they did. Maybe they shored up their defensive line a little bit with Mazzie Smith. But uh, and, and I guess I'm not a believer in Dak Prescott. Right. So that's what it boils down to as well. But but every time I see Dallas Cowboys, and then there's another thing, Maz. Um, ESPN ranked every team's roster at their core. And again, one of the teams on this list, here you go, the Kansas City one, it's usual suspects. Yep, Kansas City one. Now here's where the Cincinnati Lions drop two. on this one. Yeah, they do. But Dallas was six. When, when, I, when we look at teams to compete in the NFC for a Super Bowl, I mean, I look at Philadelphia, San Francisco, and then Detroit. And then if it's not Detroit, I'm looking at Seattle before I look at Dallas. But Dallas, according to this roster core here on ESPN, um, Dak Prescott, Micah Parsons, CeeDee Lamb, Zach Martin, Trayvon Diggs, that's the Cowboys core clear display of why they are true, perhaps even underrated Super Bowl contenders. Prescott isn't a Mahomes or Allen level, but he's supported by the Defensive Player of the Year candidate and Micah Parsons, a star number one wideout in CeeDee Lamb, and a future Hall of Fame offensive lineman in Zach Martin. No player has more interceptions over the past two seasons than Trayvon Diggs. I am selling Dallas, underselling Dallas. Uh, more so than I should. I get it. I I think you're I think you're mistaken. They do have a playoff win under their belt as well. I know they beat an eight win uh, Tampa Bay Bucks last year, playoffs. but yeah, I I believe the Cowboys will compete again this year, and I think they're going to challenge the Eagles for first in the NFC East. I, I like them. Well, you know, I I believe somebody is going to challenge the Philadelphia Eagles for first in the NFC East, and just by virtue of history. I mean, it's been over eight yeah. years, I believe, since eight different winners. there's been a back-to-back winner in that conference. But the now, Lions come in 18th on that list. I can't believe it. Yeah, th- again, this is just the NFL dot, or ESPN.com ranking NFL rosters, the top five players from each team. Read, read what it Lions says on the 18th. Uh, come in at 18. Here's the write-up on them. I'm surprised I ended up with Detroit this low, but golf still comes with questions. Don't tell the people in our chat that. No. Think of what we thought of him 12 months ago. Hutchinson's underlying numbers, including a 12% pass rush win rate, didn't match his sack production, 9.5. And, and Williams is unproven and will miss six games this season due to a suspension for violating the NFL's gambling policy. And the best five Lions players, the five Lions, Lions players named as the core guys for this team. Jared Goff, Amon Ross St. Brown, Aiden Hutchinson, Penae Sewell, and Jamison Williams. First of all, would you agree with those five guys as the core of this team? Hard yeah, to argue. I would, but I got we got some young uh, free agents that came here mm-hmm. that I think could be part of that core. Mm-hmm. Cam Sutton yeah. could be a part of Cam that. Cam Sutton. I like C.J. Gardner-Johnson should mm-hmm. be in there as well. But again, he's on a one-year deal. Okay. All of these other players are locked up for I got it. I got multiple it. years at least. So I got it. Uh, that is an area there. Um, also interesting to me on this list at number 13, remember the Lions were at 18th on this list. Is it the Vikings? Yes, it is. <laughs> I knew you were going to go The Minnesota there. Vikings. If you can't have an elite quarterback, the next best thing is an elite wide receiver. 
There's perhaps no one better at the position than Justin Jefferson, and he's the primary reason the Lion, the Vikings are in this spot. So the Vikings are 13th because of one player. There are five players that they have. Uh, Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, Danielle Hunter, Christian Derrissaw, and TJ Hawkinson. Oof. I'm fine. I'll take my five yeah. over their five any day of the week. I got some Vikings stuff Sunday. for you later on, too. That I, I, I want to I talk a little Vikings with you. Whenever you're ready. I'm ready. All right, here's, here's what we got, guys. Let's put this up, Hoop. Are the Vikings, or the 13-win Vikings, are they, and Parker said this the other day, are they organically tanking? And this is, this is pro football talk. Whether it's called tanking or strategic rebuilding, the Vikings are in year two of a broader plan that eventually entails getting a true franchise quarterback uh, going and going from there. So they want to get a guy to replace Kirk Cousins. Now here's, the, from here's the next reel on that. Let's put up the next tweet there, Parker, and it's the players that they have lost. Look at last year's team compared to what you're looking at for this year's team. They have lost seven starters off of this team. Seven. So what? tell people what they're looking at here, Maz. What's the, the, the difference... I'm just saying you lost seven starters from a 13-win team. Oh, okay. okay so what okay. they're organically tanking, I think they are. Yeah. They are doing that. What Braylon said the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are doing by putting Baker Mayfield in charge of the offense, uh, the Vikings are doing that minus the quarterback because they still have Kirk Cousins. So that brings me to my next question. Are you ready for this? Hold on to your seat. I'm, I, I, have the, I have my seatbelt on. Don't laugh, guys. I'm just reading what it says. Is Kirk Cousins a Hall of Famer? No. Read, read the numbers, Ryan. So here's the tweet. Kirk Cousins, a four-time Pro Bowler, over 37,000 passing yards, 2015 most improved player, 252 touchdowns, eight straight seasons with 25 touchdown passes or more. He's only the fifth player in NFL history to do that. He's got a near 67% completion percentage rate. Bart Starr Award in 22. NFL completion percentage in 15. Most fourth quarter comebacks in a single season. Uh, tied for first in game-winning drives in a single season. Uh, tenth in average passing yards in game in NFL history. Led the Vikings to the biggest comeback in NFL history. Kirk Cousins ranks sixth all-time in completion percentage with at least 1,500 pass attempts and eighth in the NFL's all-time regular season passer rating. Thanks now, to ML Football, by yes. the way. At ML Football. Here's why I say no, he's not a Hall of Famer. Number one, he's you never... You don't even like him. He's, uh, he's never won the big one. A lot of players haven't. No, they haven't. But I believe... That when it's all said and done, these numbers won't mean as much. In other words, the game is changing. And the, the numbers that Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow and Josh Allen and all Lamar Jackson and all these other guys now that are coming up into their own, they will far surpass any of these numbers. But they haven't yet. But they haven't yet. But you're not making Kirk Cousins a first ballot Hall of Famer either. I'm not saying that. Or a fifth time Hall of Famer either. I mean, because these numbers are going to get so far out of whack that these numbers are not going to look as good. I'm just because saying. Because of what's coming up from behind. I'm just saying. Uh, you're very hard on Kirk Cousins. A lot of people are. 
Yes. He don't win the primetime game. He's an okay yes. player. He hasn't won big playoff games. Got a couple under his belt. Maybe one or two. Uh, the Vikings went further without him. When, <laughs> remember the miracle, uh, the, the Metrodome miracle, mm-hmm. the Minneapolis miracle. Uh, that wasn't him in the saddle. I forgot who the hell was the backup quarterback that year. Uh, that was, uh, I, see his, I see him right now. It'll come to me. Oh, my God, I see his face He's a right backup now. right now yes. with somebody. Highest paid backup. It'll come to me. Nonetheless, yeah. Kirk Cousins doesn't deserve to be made fun of. Matter of fact, he's the first quarterback to get paid over $40 million. He kind of broke that seal, mm-hmm. if you remember. Vikings weren't going to let him play under the tag. They're like, all right, we're going to give you this. I don't know if he's going to get another contract on top of this. And then what the uh, dumping is doing, what Pro Football Talk is saying, they want to dump and get a real franchise quarterback. You know, he's not young Case anymore. Case Keenum, thank Case you. Case Keenum, thank yeah. you. He's not young anymore, but the way uh, Mike Florio is spinning it is, he thinks the Vikings, by dumping seven starters off a 13-win team, they won all those one-score games last year. By dumping seven starters, he believes they are dumping to draft high and get their quarterback of the future. But I just wanted to give Kirk Cousins his due. I mean, you like that? I, prior to Matthew Stafford winning a Super Bowl in L.A., I would have taken Matthew Stafford over Kirk Cousins. And that's before the Super Bowl. I would have, too. And the playoffs. I would have, too, and I still would. And was Matthew Stafford a Hall of Famer before all the playoff success in L.A.? Could have been. Could have been. Could have been. Could have been. But wouldn't have been. We don't know that. If he would have never won a playoff game in Detroit. He's still writing his story. He's still writing his story. No, I mean, I guess he is, but I, I don't think he would have gotten much consideration for the Hall of Fame if he would have stayed... In Detroit, never won a playoff game. I hear you. Uh, and, I, and I think he's a much better player than, than Kirk Cousins is. No offense to uh, Kirk Cousins. Um, but then again. I just uh, thought that was pretty good by ML football. I think, did, I think so, too. The numbers kind of speak for themselves. He is a very good quarterback. Yeah. No doubt. God, I do want to play this um, uh, Lions uh, defensive line coach, John Scott, a soundbite for you. Just to hear his take on his group because that's a position group that I think was much maligned last year and now it appears to be a strength for this football team moving forward. We'll uh, let you know what he has to say. You'll be happy about who he speaks about too. Absolutely. Saquon Barkley uh, had some really uh, man, the running back position in the National Football League I do not blame him for what he says he'll do. But first a message from Randy Wow, Randy, how would you like to see famous athletes like Jim Harbaugh, Darren McCarty, Braylon Edwards play golf with average Joes like us? Well, thanks to Randy Wise Automotive Group and Woodward Sports, you'll be able to do just that. It's the Randy Wise Celebrity Golf Tour. Make the wise choice. Pay attention to Woodward Sports. For more information, learn how you can play golf like a celebrity. A ton of fun, a ton of sports, and a ton of man meat. Welcome to the Woodward Heavyweights, live daily 5 to 7 p.m. on Woodward Sports. How would you like to win not one, but two vehicles of your choice? One for you and one for your wife, your girlfriend, or your best bud. Get to Lady Jane's today for an award-winning haircut and automatically enter for your chance to win. Courtesy of Les Stanford Buick GMC of Ferndale. Lady Jane's. Open seven days a week. Walk in anytime. It's wicked awesome. 
We aren't quite sure if they consume more beer or sports. Either way, the heavyweights are here. Live on Woodward Sports, daily 5 to 7 p.m. Hey, gang, I want to tell you about Outdoor Equipment Company. Your childhood may be over, but playtime is not. Outdoor Equipment Company is your source for outdoor power equipment, sales, service, parts. They carry the top brands such as Bad Boy, LS Tractor, Steel, and more, servicing the Great Lakes region with locations in Metro Detroit and Greater Lansing. For more information, visit them at Outdoor Equipment co.com outdoor equip co.com your power equipment playground oh and we want to welcome outdoor equipment company to the woodward sports family thank you so much uh, we certainly appreciate it all your outdoor needs check out outdoor equipment company one of these days you're going to see them on the big tv behind us when it works absolutely we yep. are uh doing some construction here with our uh, mon wall as we call it here in the Street Stad Studios at 15 New Woodward in Birmingham. We certainly appreciate it. Hour number two of the program. I like all that construction, by the way. Oh, man. Oh, you isn't that navigate. great? Great. Got to navigate through that Birmingham construction. Uh, hour number two of the program. Tom Masway in for Braylon today. Braylon is out uh, doing the Lord's work at uh, the Calvin Johnson Jr. Celebrity Golf Outing. He said he got us a few more uh, possible guests coming I up. I mean, he saw Brad Holmes out there, Jason Hansen. What did Brad out Holmes there. tell him? Uh, Brad Holmes told me he loved the show. How about that? Brad Holmes uh, notices what we're doing over here. At Woodward That's Sports. That's pretty cool. Hates Adam Baydoon, yeah. but loves Woodward Sports. Awesome. Adam loves that. He loves to be hated. <laughs> He's in the chat right now. What I'm up, Baydoon? I'm just messing with you, Baydoon. Uh, great stuff. Hey, um, just one bit of Lions uh, conversation I want to have, and that's about this position group of the defensive line. I think so much uh, we talked about how they were thin there last year, and that's one of the reasons why many of us wanted them to take Jalen Carter at six if he was available just to kind of be uh, kind of a cog in the middle of that defensive line. Here's uh, defensive line coach John Scott talking about his units. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't get a chance to, you know, uh, re I really have seen Josh uh, in pads in the pros. I, I remember him at Kentucky being in the SEC when he was, and I know he's a darn good player, but from the things that I've seen out here with uh, an individual and the team stuff, that guy is moving well, he's explosive. Uh, I've, I've been pleased with what I've seen. So, again, you know, um, I look forward to when we get pads on and then you can put all of it together. But as far as movement and practice and, 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 and knowing what to do and execute, he's done a really good job with that. So that's John Scott talking about his guys and what you can learn about your team in, you know, shirts and underwear. I like what he said about Josh Pascal. Yeah. He said, Josh Pascal, hey, I really haven't seen much about him, but I know he was really good at Kentucky, blah, blah, blah. But he really looks good on the field right now, and it's good to see. He said he's got a burst. Uh, I want to thank Jennifer Hammond, by the way, for that uh, video. So thank you, Hammer. Love the Hammer. Um, yeah, and, and he's one of those players that we said, you know, um, way back when we would have a It's like uh, an extra draft pick. Yes, when, when we would have talks about – who the Lions should take in April's draft. I, I always said, go offense, offense. Make what you do great greater because you're getting a draft pick back, essentially, in Josh Pascal. You were getting a player back in Tracy Walker. You signed uh, Emmanuel Mosley. You signed Cam Sutton. And, and, and you kind of revamped your defense that way 
by the free agent signings that you had, and not only that, but guys you were getting back due to injury. And, yep. and Romeo Okora is Hell another yeah. one of those guys. Josh Pascal. He's healthy, too. Yeah, Levi, Levi Anzarike. Who we, we never thought we'd hear about. We, we don't know anything about him right now. We don't know if he's going to be okay. But it sounds like he may be getting there. That would be a miracle. Um, so, I mean, John Kaminsky is back with this team. Isaiah Bugs, Ali McNeil is a stud. Um, James Houston is. You guys had him on. I wasn't here that he day, was but you terrific. guys had him on. I mean, he's, hey, if Onzerike comes back, Brad Holmes really, and correct me if I'm wrong, he hasn't missed on a draft pick. Mm-hmm. He has not missed on a draft pick. Every pick he has made, maybe there's a couple that I'm forgetting right. that aren't on the Some team like anymore. Seventh round guys. I'm just or saying, something. this guy is hitting. If he gets Onzerike back, uh, the back injury, obviously, no one knew about it. Uh, things happen when you're that big and you play that position. Uh, if he can get him back, man, that is just icing on top of the cake. And we haven't mentioned Charles Harris at all. I mean, there's some depth on this Detroit Lions defensive line. And, um, you know, not only that, but, I mean, you got better at linebacker. You got better at safety. You got better at cornerback. And this Lions defense should be among the best, certainly, in the NFC. And I don't see any <laughs> reason why they couldn't be. You ever think you'd say that? Uh, going from dead last last year to give up 45 points, 48 points, 42 points, and then at the end of the year they knock it down to an average of 20 points a game and they win 8, eight out of 10. And they improve this year. And Hutch has got another year under his belt. James Houston, another year under his belt. Uh, Aaron Glenn, another year under his belt to be the best mm-hmm. coordinator. Remember, he wanted to be the best coordinator before he even thought of being an NFL head coach and man I just cannot wait you talk about you talk about never thinking you'd you'd say x y or z about this football team I mean there's competition even at kicker yeah I mean there's competition at every stop I mean uh, name the position and there's competition there except maybe backup quarterback correct but you will not have a you will not find a perfect roster in the NFL you're just not gonna find one this might be the closest thing to a perfect roster that you will find in the National Football League right now with the Detroit Lions have. Without from a superstar top, at quarterback. From top to bottom, just stacked at every position. Every single one of them. And they are going to have to cut good NFL talented players uh, when they have to get their roster down to 53 guys. They're still short on wide receivers. We brought this up a million times. They are. Listen, we don't really. I mean, they're only short because of the suspension. Yeah, but though. we don't even know what that kid could do yet. We don't. We do. We. we I know Braylon says he's do. the best athlete on the team, best yeah. athlete on the team, great, the speedy, blah blah blah. We really don't know what he can do yet. So he's still unproven. He hasn't done anything yet. Unproven. Fine, but and he's not there for the first six weeks. That's my only concern. Another wide receiver. And I know Sam Laporta, the tight end, is going to be more. Of a receiving type and of Jameer tight end. Gibbs as well. Yes, they I will, get it. Those are two offensive weapons that uh, this team did not have a year ago that they do have this year. And yeah, you might not have that traditional wide receiver to fill in for Jamison Williams, uh, but you will have those two players. And I think the running back position and the tight end position are are two positions that that you could pretty much catch on pretty quick in, in the NFL. You don't need you know. Oh, I got a. But you kind of got. You need that rhythm with a quarterback. Supposedly in the uh, in the training before here, this uh, mini camp, he didn't have. You know what Jamison Williams had? He had the best uh, rhythm 
with Nate Sudfeld. That's what they said. Nate Sudfeld and Jamison Williams was the hookup. So he's really not locked in yet with Jared Goff. Matter of fact, Goff got on him a few times for running a wrong pattern. So we'll see. Bottom it line. does take a while, man. And, and he's going to be missing. Once the season starts, he's shut down again. Bottom line, this is just fun. Like, it is. You know, you, you do this show, and, you know, we do talk about Lions a lot, but there there seemingly is something new to talk about each and every day. Even today when, when you're just fooling around on ESPN.com and I saw that uh, FPI yep. Super Bowl 58 chances, and you see the Lions there at seventh best overall, uh, and you see all this stuff, and it just feels real. That's why it's so exciting. It's not fake. It's not anything that is done with smoke and mirrors. This is legitimately how you build a football team in the NFL, short of having a Patrick Mahomes-type player at quarterback or short of having a Joe Burrow-type player at quarterback. This is how you do it. And Jared Goff is playing his best football of his career. At least he did last year. Now, what does that mean in September? What does that mean in October? Um, You don't get to carry those eight wins over. In the last 10. You don't get to carry that eight. You're not starting the season off at eight and two. And his interception rate. You don't yeah. get to carry it out over. You don't get to carry over 29, and 29 touchdowns, and seven. seven interceptions. No fumbles. No, exactly. Uh, all these things start over again. Yep. And you're going to have a hell of a game in Kansas City at Arrowhead to start the season and kick the season off. Are you resilient enough to come back and not let one game beat you twice? Uh, if you do lose this game, are you able to put it behind you? Um, is this team, is this leadership set up to the point where you put that one behind you and you move on? I think it is. And they'll have exactly. 10 days. And they'll have 10 days as well. I think they'll give Kansas City all they want. And then they wait for the team that I told you is going to be their best win of the year. And it's the Seahawks. Week two, home opener. They owe Seattle. Not one, not two. But three times they owe them. They beat them, they knocked them out of the playoffs, and they got a draft pick prior to them. It's time to pay back the Seahawks. You know, it's funny, though. I would much rather have Jameer Gibbs than uh, Devon Witherspoon. Yeah, that's because... I mean, I would. Well, that's because they took care of their cornerbacks and safeties in free agency. Yeah. Maybe if they didn't, you would have liked to put him and Kirby Joseph back together again, mm-hmm. teammates from Illinois. Because look at Kirby. If you can imagine what Kirby did, he was a second or third round pick. Imagine what Witherspoon's going to do in Seattle. He's going to be the next Jamal Adams out there. Um, Dan says, Ryan, they put one in six behind them. I, I do understand that, that. That's great. But at one in six, you almost have nothing to play for. You're just going out there playing. I mean, you don't really think you're in the playoff hunt at that point, do you? I mean, you're just they, out but there playing. But they, they did put themselves in it. They did. They eventually got there. Um, and I think they should get credit for turning one and six into eight and two. Yeah. You do get credit for that. But there is something about just playing with no pressure. What what would be the difference of if they lost that game one and seven? Yeah. You know, or, or go one and eight or three and nine or something like that. You're just out there playing. I mean, how many times have we seen a Lions team win games after losing a game that would have uh, set them up? Right. Uh, and then we scream about, you're yeah. ruining your draft position. You're right. You know, all those years. Exactly. Now we don't even want to talk about the draft anymore. Exactly. So uh, it's six or one half dozen of the other. Don't Good. forget, they're going to be wanted, too. 
This isn't a team that's going to be snuck up on. Right. They're not going to sneak up on anybody anymore. This is a team that's out there. Coaches are going to be saying, hey, man, this team went 8-2 and two last year. You see what they've done this year. Teams will be gunning for them this year. That's a first. No question about it. Uh, guys, I want to get to the Saquon Barkley stuff. We'll go around the NFL a little bit, and then I want to do uh, this baby Gronk situation oh. as well. Just r- remarkable stuff. Uh, lots to get to today, but first... A message from Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men. Walk into any Lady Jane's for an award-winning haircut experience and automatically enter for your chance to win not one, but two vehicles of your choice, courtesy of Les Stanford Buick GMC of Ferndale. That's right, two cars, one for you, one for your, your wife, your girlfriend, your best bud, Lady Jane's. It's open seven days a week. You can walk in anytime. It's wicked awesome. <laughs> Woodward Sports content. Head over to woodwardsports.com right now for up-to-date sports articles and great entertainment news. We have the best writers, bloggers, and coverage all at your fingertips. Head to woodwardsports.com right now to experience all Woodward Sports has to offer. Introducing the Planet Fitness Guide to getting that post-workout glow. Step one, what's your why? More epic energy, better sleep, blow off steam? Step two, Join Planet Fitness for just $10 a month and get moving in our clean and spacious clubs. Step three, bask in that post-workout glow. Join Planet Fitness today for just $10 a month. Join today at any of the 50-plus Detroit area locations. Woodward Avenue, the first paved road in America. Woodward Sports, the first sports network born in Detroit and made for Detroit. Have an opinion? Make sure it's seen and heard. Corner, jumper, Tweet us. Hop on the YouTube chat. Slide in the DMS at Woodward Sports on all social media. Okay, let's talk through all these golf events that you have coming up. Gabby, I'm glad you asked. Got my calendar right here. July 17th at Red Run. And then July 31st, I have the American Golf Outing uh, for the Cancer Society. I also have the American Cancer Society golf outing on the 31st. And also, I got yours on the 18th, buddy. Yeah, that's why I'm going to be there. Oh, 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 These what? are a lot of events and golf outings. Are you on me to miss my own golf tournament? Gabby, they're all great golf. I mean, this okay. is... Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got this. Guys, I got this. Don't worry about it. Hold on a second. He always... It's the Randy Wise Celebrity Golf Tour. Some of the biggest names in Michigan sports, and some, well, not so much. Brought to you in part by Premier Security Solutions, Fairway Packing Company, and Swiss Insurance. Watch episodes at WoodwardSports.com. Woodward Sports Network, baby. That's right. It is Monday, June 12th. I cannot get enough of that commercial. <laughs> I think that's the funniest commercial ever. I mean, between DMAC and Braylon, Gabby, I Tim McCollum. I should have been in there and just put the hammer down and said, no golf outings except Randy Weiss. 
That's it. Randy Wise or bust. Oh, man. So funny. So great. I love that. Uh, Braylon is at the Calvin Johnson Jr. Foundation Celebrity Golf Outing today. He'll be back tomorrow. Tom Mazaway in the big chair for him. Uh, Maz, this is your team. Yeah. And that's a pretty big news today from Saquon Barkley, who says he is willing to sit out the entire 2023 season. He will not be at his team's mandatory minicamp this week. Uh, Barkley still has not signed his franchise tender. Um, This is a quote from him. As I previously stated, I'm not looking to get to set any contract records. I'm not demanding to be the highest paid player at my position. I understand the market. My goal is just to be compensated respectfully based on my contributions to the team on the field and in the locker room. I've been in talks with the Giants throughout the offseason. If at some point there's a deal that's fair to both sides on the table, I'll be ready to sign it. Good for Saquon Barkley. They paid everyone but him. We are against the player seemingly in all of these contract disputes not so much anymore and one of the things that he talks about is how the top three running backs in the league are franchised i know so it sets the market at 10 million and then below it's 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 like collusion it truly is like collusion and you paid daniel jones they got him over 40 million dollars a year for uh, Danny Dimes. You paid Dexter Lawrence. He deserved it. He's the quarterback of that defense. He's a monster, but you got to pay. How they paid Kenny Galladay. Yeah, yeah, he's gone now. I he's know, a free agent. I'm just saying. I know. That's bad money. That should have been Saquon's money. Anyway, we got to play. You got to hear Saquon Barkley. He'll tell you himself this is how bad it is to be a running back in the NFL. Saquon, quick question about the market for running backs. Do you think maybe, you know, in the next collective bargaining or something that, that the union and the owners can come together and find a, something that works out better for running backs? Because it seems like a lot of guys are just not being paid at the value that they need to be paid. I don't know, because that's going to be in 10 years. And to be honest, I love the game a lot, but I don't see myself being a football field in 10 years. But what I will say about the running back market and the value of it, um, what do you think is going to happen? You know, they tagged the top three guys. We didn't get a chance to hit the open market. So when we don't get a chance to hit the open market, it hurts a guy like Miles. It hurts all those other guys. Um, they put the cap at 10. And then when they have the tag, they have all the leverage. And that's the reality of it. But there is a bit, there is a personal side of it, too. Um, there's a human side of it, too. And going off back to the question with Kim said, how I felt like that, their dimension, what I've done since 2018, I'm not saying that. But everyone will talk about the running back market and this and that and the third. Every team is different. Like, everyone, there's a, there's a thing that goes up, and I think you mentioned it before, about, oh, quarterbacks in the Super Bowl and how many rushing yards, the top rusher. But every team is not, like, every team, Pat Mahomes is a two-time Super Bowl MVP, two-time MVP. And, like, this is, not everybody have Pat Mahomes, and this is no not to Daniel Jones, so don't even try to flip like that. And then you look at the Eagles who play. Jalen Hurts, a great quarterback. That team is amazing, but every team is not the Eagles. Every team don't have that much talent. And when you come to my situation, come to me personally, can you blame him? He's right, too, by the way. He is right. I mean, the New York Giants are not in the playoffs last year if not for Saquon Barkley. Yep. They're just not. Every team is built differently. You know, back when Dallas was – back when Ezekiel Elliott was Zeke, I mean, Zeke was the reason they were in the playoffs. Um, if you go back to when the L.A. Rams were in the Super Bowl, it's because – Pretty much because Todd Gurley 
got him there. Yep. Not Jared Goff. They rode him until he couldn't run anymore. Yeah. And ultimately, you see what happened to Todd Gurley. So these running backs, their shelf life is so small. Really, only one contract type guys. I mean, and if you are fortunate enough to get a second contract, chances are you're probably not finishing out that contract to begin with. Um, you know, so many so many running backs don't even make it through their second contract right. if they're lucky enough to sign one. So I'm in Saquon Barkley's camp here. I think he absolutely should sit. I said this about Lamar Jackson last year. Lamar Jackson should have never played last year until he got his contract. Yep. And I'll say the same thing. Try to be a good soldier. Yep. Say Saquon Barkley this year. Saquon Barkley should not play a down of football until he gets his court, uh, his money. Here's the here's the bad side now. Brian Dayball coming in there trying to make, you know, a good impression on this team, and the fans deserve the Giants to be better than they've been over the years. Uh, they got a good thing going. Made the playoffs last year. Coach of the year. They're in a very tough division. And I don't like what it, what's happening. I mean, I, I was talking about it with Braylon a while ago. Once Daniel Jones got signed and then Dexter Lawrence got his money, we all knew that the, the guy that's getting squeezed out here is Saquon Barkley. And if you remember last year, they were putting him up. They were like, hey, Saquon's available for a trade. He's available for a trade. It just shows you that teams don't give a damn about running backs. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the Lions. DeAndre, uh, DeAndre Swift couldn't stay on the field. We're going to get another one. They went out and got Jameer Gibbs. They signed David Montgomery. Jamal Williams goes to the Saints. It's just, who are you going to bring in next time? Uh, you know what? Maybe the Giants will go sign Ezekiel Elliott and let him sit out. Who the hell knows? Zeke will take whatever the hell he can get at this point. There are running backs out there, Ryan, that are sitting and waiting just to get a deal done. I think Saquon's going to sit a while. You know, Derek, Giants can't afford him. Derek Henry, Alvin Kamara, um, just some of the names uh, that you see on this list. Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, third highest paid running back in yeah, football. Cut because cut. of money. You know, I mean, that's just kind of the market that you're at. Um, Aaron Jones. Um, yeah, he's talking you know, in Green Bay now. Derek, he's squawking. Derrick Henry. A lot of people are talking about Derrick Henry yeah. getting traded. Um, so, I mean, it's just where we are when it comes to the National uh, Football League. Um, you don't want to be a running back growing up, kids. That's you, for sure. No. At that least is, uh, maybe that'll change in the future. <clears throat> maybe it won't. Yeah, they seem to be interchangeable piece right now. Um, the Detroit Lions had two of the best, probably, I would call it a, a hell of a one-two a punch. A top five, top six, one-two punch yep. in the NFL last year. And both guys are both guys gone. Are gone. Yeah. Isn't that and, and not only that, not only are both guys gone, they actually got better this year. We think. I think. I mean, I think Montgomery and Gibbs is better than Swift and Williams. It sure looks Tell like me that. I'm on, wrong. No, on paper it sure looks that way. Now they just got to play. We got to see what they got, and they got to stay healthy. Stay healthy. Right. Stay on the field. Saquon, don't forget, missed a year. He was injured. So the Giants are like, well, we paid you for that year. We're not going to pay you for this year. That's right. All right, guys, we're going to go around the NFL next. 
Uh, we will do that. Also, I want to get to this story about Baby Gronk. Now off the internet, Will Compton has a really great rebuttal to this Baby Gronk situation. <laughs> he was on the Bustin' with the Boys uh, podcast. Um, we'll do that all coming up next. But first, a message from Les Stanford Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC. That's right, Les Stanford has expanded into Ferndale, a trusted name for over 55 years. Les Stanford Buick GMC, same great service that customers have come to know. You can go check them out on Woodward, just south of Nine Mile. And of course, looking for a Chevy or a Cadillac, Les Stanford, right there on Michigan Avenue in the great city of Dearborn. You can find the brand you want under one umbrella, lesstanford.com, lesstanford.com. Find new roads. Find them. Can't get enough Woodward Sports content? Head over to woodwardsports.com right now for up-to-date sports articles and great entertainment news. We have the best writers, bloggers, and coverage all at your fingertips. Head to woodwardsports.com right now to experience all Woodward Sports has to offer. Big Boy Strawberry Fest has officially arrived, and we're here to show you the very best flavors of the season. Satisfy your sweet tooth with our deep-fried vanilla Oreos, strawberry hot fudge cake, and a slice of our classic strawberry pie. But that's not all. Cool off on a refreshing summer splash salad, or savor the flavors of our chicken Caesar wrap and strawberry bacon chicken wrap. And for breakfast lovers, don't miss out on our strawberry hotcakes or our mouth-watering red velvet waffle. Strawberry Fest is something for everyone. Celebrate the sweet season with us at Big Boy. We aren't quite sure if they consume more beer or sports. Either way, the heavyweights are here. Live on Woodward Sports, daily 5 to 7 p.m. All right, Tom Azaway, let's do it. It is uh, NFL fever <laughs> as we go around the league. Hey, Michael Weary. On uh, our chat said Zeke signed with the Chiefs today. I have not seen that, Mike. So you're going to have to uh, Maybe he knows me. something we don't. Maybe you know something I don't know. So I have not seen that as of yet. Let's start it off with something that's going to warm my heart. I think you know my favorite logo and favorite uniforms of all time. I've oh, talked about it. Oh, I know it. I've talked about it. And this has a little Lions flavor to it. Check out what's going to happen when the Lions go to Tampa Bay. On October 15th. From sunny Tampa Bay, Florida, we've got the makings of a classic today with your Tampa Bay Buccaneers set to take on the Detroit Lions. It's an NFC Central clash, folks, so raise the flags and fire the cannons. Pay Buccaneers are bringing back Bucko Bruce and the Creamsicles for the October 15th game against the Detroit Lions. And that begs the question when am I going to get to see the alternate helmet for the Detroit Lions? Maybe it's that day. I mean, teams are starting to roll this stuff out now. Um, and I am kind of disappointed. I have not seen any news regarding a alternate helmet i wish i could help you man mm -hmm. i really do just saying i wish i could help you yep but bring back the cream sickles full time as far as i'm concerned they already won the super bowl right all right here we go we talked about this the last couple of weeks chris sims has finally finished 
his top 40 NFL quarterbacks. He's an idiot, by the way. I, this guy to me is like, if I never hear from Chris Sims again, it won't be soon enough. I just don't like the guy. There's something about him. I don't know if it's uh, uh, like a nepotism kind of thing or what. I just don't like him. Okay. Just say it. I like him. He comes off as just a pompous jerk. You think? I do. I, I don't feel yeah. that. Well, it's I fine. I kind of like him. Maybe it's because I, I liked his dad. His dad was well, a... Well, he's a giant. He's a giant. Right. I remember him as a little kid following Phil around. Right. But what do you think of that list? I gave it to you. So, Jared, uh, Goff, in, Jared Goff is 17 on this list. Yes, that we know. We, we knew that. And and he had, uh, obviously, Patrick... I'm surprised he had Matthew Stafford at 10 on that list. That, to me, is, is interesting. So, he's got Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert for... Um, Lamar Jackson, Trevor Lawrence, Jalen Hurts, Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, and Matthew Stafford. I would. That's uh, not bad. It's not bad. I would put Jalen Hurts probably above Trevor Lawrence. Um, the Herbert thing, I just I can't quantify. I think the coach is so bad out there that I can't determine how good or how not good he is. Okay. Um, Fair so, enough. Yeah. Fair enough. It's, Fair it's enough. a decent list. Well, there you go. Just there's don't like Chris Sims. It's Chris Sims 40. All right, here's Fine. something for you. Uh, as you know, Aaron Rodgers uh, firmly entrenched as the Jets' starting quarterback, uh, taking over for that former number one pick at a BYU, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson said, hey, man, I wish things could be different, but I'm okay with the way they are now. Well, he definitely gets time now. He definitely gets uh, a reset. He definitely gets to hit that reset button, does Zach Wilson. Um, and he might need it. Look, you are going to get the benefit of playing behind one of the best quarterbacks to ever play in the National Football League. You have that benefit to be around him almost 24-7. Yep. The way he shows up to the facility, the way he watches film, the way he practices, the way he puts tape on his wrist, all of that stuff you get to watch. If you fail now, there's not much. Right. You can complain about right, and supposedly uh, they were friends prior to this, so I, I liked it. And part of the reason the Jets did this deal, I believe, is they trying to save their their number one pick, Zach Wilson. Instead of being a washout, maybe Aaron Rodgers can get this kid to be steady and to take the next step mm -hmm. in his career. Because you're not paying this guy a hundred million dollars just to quarterback for you. No, you're paying him to coach. And uh, teach this kid the ropes. That is correct. I hope it comes through, too. That is correct. That is correct. All right, here's something for you guys. I've had this, uh, well, this popped today. Yeah. These are the remaining best available free agents. And I did not print this out for you, Ryan. That's I'm sorry. Okay. I can see this DeAndre is from the 33rd team. Our good friend Ari Mayeroff and friends. Now, these are players that could help teams win a championship. These are players that can help teams, I think, put teams over the edge you've got deandre hopkins on here dalvin cook on here um you've got taylor lewan on here eli apple uh, ezekiel elliott um kyle van noy on this list teddy bridgewater um just some of the names on this uh, list of eventual in in uh, free agents currently right Jadavion Clowney is on here i mean uh, these are players that I think could put certain teams over the edge. And, and DeAndre Hopkins, Dalvin Cook, one and two on this list, will get all of the attention. But you could go up and down that that row, those rows, that list, 
and you can get better at any one position. It'll cost you a little bit, but uh, these players, they're ready. They want to play. They don't want to sit out. They mm-hmm. want to make their money, man. There's only a certain amount of shelf life in that NFL. Uh, I guess the first domino to fall is going to be Hopkins. And this week, he's got the Texans. Excuse me. He's visiting the Titans <coughs> and the Patriots. So uh, we'll see if one of those two teams can wrangle D-Hop. And, of course, the Patriots, because Bill O'Brien, now the offensive coordinator there, (laughs) he was his head coach when he was in Houston, yes. All right, fellas. Uh, Mike Martz, Mm -hmm. we all heard of him. He used to coach here with Detroit. Took the Rams to the Super Bowl. Did not win it, though. It was Tom Brady's first championship. This is his top five offenses going into this year. How Look about, at that. I think this is the first time, and of course the Lions are their top five. They're there at number three. How about this is the first time we've seen San Francisco yeah. number one. But what have I told you about them? That Let's, Sam Darnold is going to be good. And I've told you. They got Ayuk, they got Debo Samuel, and you have uh, George Christian Kittle, McCaffrey. and you got Christian McCaffrey. That's four. That's a four-headed monster. And if you're Sam Darnold... And a great offensive line. If you're Sam Darnold and if you're Trey Lance, and if you can't do something with them, you have no business being in the NFL. That's a fact. Not even as a backup. If you can't win with those guys, you shouldn't even be a backup in the NFL. That's why I'm saying bet Sam Darnold to win comeback player of the year. I know a lot of you guys are saying DeMar Hamlin. Uh, I'm I'm sticking with with yeah. Demar Hamlin will probably win it. Well, God God, I hope hope he right. plays great. Hope he's an All Pro. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still putting my money on Sam because with that offense, I don't think anybody could fail, including Sam. I mean, and again, we talk about windows too with with the Lions and the you know if they would have gotten in last year, could could that have been their window? Would they have gotten some damage done? This window in the NFC is now. There will be never any uh, NFC like we are going to see now. It will not always be this bad. All of the power will not be in the AFC each and every year. At some point, water will find its level, and a lot of talent will come back to the NFC. How, I don't know, you know, draft or free agency, what have you. But the Lions window is now. Amen. Amen to that. Last one? Sure. This one I've had for a while, but this is the Pro Football Focus's top fantasy rookies. And Jameer Gibbs and Sam Laporta are on this list. So How about that? Fantasy football, right around the corner, guys. I know everyone's out there. By the way, I was the champion of our Woodward uh, Sports one. Yes, I beat everybody. And uh, Adam won his kind of division, but... My record speaks for itself. Good I, for you, I one Jack. Loss, I, they're, they're, two, two great, two great players. Oh, there I thought for the Anthony Lions. Richardson sucked. Anthony Richardson yeah. is going to be. I thought Anthony Richardson oh. was terrible, man. Well, fantasy, you don't know anything about I don't, quarterbacks. I don't know anything. You don't know anything about thing. quarterbacks. Not I can't believe you wanted Malik Willis at number two. God. Anthony Richardson, same thing, man. I can't believe you would even consider taking him at six. Oh, how uh, could I? How, what were you thinking? Man? I don't know. What were you thinking? Why are we number 18 in that uh, power ranking for ESPN again? Because of what question? Because of the question. Because of the quarterback. All right, guys. uh, We'll take a break. When we come back, you'll hear the audio from Will Compton talking about Baby Gronk. If you haven't uh, heard about Baby Gronk, we'll tell you about just exactly who he is and uh, why it's been such a crap storm, bleep storm. Uh, We'll tell you about that. 
you'll get Compton's response. But first, a message from Guardian Alarm. They're your local security experts and have been for over 90 years. When you see this black and yellow sign out in front of your house, it tells the bad guys one thing. Stay out. Whether you are at home or on the road, they're 24-7 professional monitoring, customized solutions from real experts, and technology backed by people. It means only one thing. You are backed by the best. Call this number right here. 1-800-STAY-OUT. That number again, 1-800-STAY-OUT. Call them today. Tell them Woodward Sports sent you. Hit it. We don't like to brag that we are the toughest sports network in Detroit. But we do have a guy named Darren McCarty on our side. Woodward Sports. The sports marketing agency would not be who we are without great community partners like Higuera Health and Carol Zaniga. It's an awesome opportunity to partner with your organization. Higuera Health is a, a comprehensive behavioral health organization. We serve children through older adults with mental health, substance use, and uh, developmental disabilities across Western Wayne counties and really excited to now be in Downriver communities as well. Give us a call at 734-458-4601. <laughs> We are the network for Detroit by Detroiters. Welcome to the Woodward Sports Network. You guys heard of Baby Gronk? Too much. So, if you haven't, so it's a story of this 10-year-old kid, okay? His name is Jake San Miguel. No, excuse me. His name is Madden San Miguel. Really? His dad's name is Jake San Miguel. And this dad, pretty much since birth, and now this was an article written in The Atlantic. The Athletic? Uh, the Athletic. The, yeah. the Athletic. The Atlantic. The Athletic. Same thing. Not really. <laughs> but it was written in the, in the Athletic. So this dad, Jake San Miguel, talked about how from birth, his kid, Madden, said Miguel, has been training, eating, playing, everything that he needs to do to be the next Rob Gronkowski. Quote, unquote, baby Gronk. Now, Madge, you're telling me this is off the internet now? Uh, yeah, there was an interview with him. Some uh, YouTube young lady. Her name was Peyton Tubray. She did like a couple of minute interview with him. So I had that ready to play for you guys today, but it's since been taken off the internet. It was just her. She's uh, just talking to him about who he wanted to play for, how to peop how many people he's met. This kid has been paraded around on TikTok and YouTube and throughout social media. The father, like he was talking about, uh, has really gone out of his way to make this kid a sensation, to make himself, obviously, a sensation. Now, if you remember, uh, most of you probably won't. Back uh, in the 80s, there was a guy named Todd Marinovich. Mm -hmm. Do you remember Todd Marinovich? I absolutely do. Uh, Todd Marinovich played for USC. Big redhead kid. Can't there's, a, miss... there's a 30 for 30 on yeah. him, by the way. Can't miss quarterback. You should watch it about him. They called him Robo QB. And it didn't turn out good for him. His father did the same thing that this guy is doing to the young 10-year-old. Uh, feeding them just 
I don't know, just protein. Here, you know. Let me read it for you. Um, we put in five or six days a week of training. He he diets. He eats clean food, salmon and brown rice. He is in a routine. He's a real athlete. He's not a normal kid. Normal kids are emotional. They put their head down when they make mistakes, talk back to the coaches. They make noises, but he doesn't do that. He's been trained and programmed. That's the word that bothered me throughout the whole thing. He's been programmed since he was six years old. Now, as the father of a six-year-old boy myself, yeah, who we go to Big Boy and eat the hot fudge sundae, yeah, and he does everything from t-ball to skating to swimming and and, and ninjas, um, just exposed to everything, right? And we go to movies. We he's went a, to see Spider-Man, the Spider-Verse. He's yesterday. a kid, you know. We do do kid things. That word "programmed" bothered me. Agreed. Uh, this this father has gone out of his way, and Todd Marinovich back in the day there was no social media. This is all social media driven, and he's trying to make this kid a lot of money before he even goes to high school for crying out loud. Mm. So Will Compton, former NFL player, uh, what's the name of his? Uh, Busting B- with, with the boys. Busting with the boys. Busting with the boys. Taylor Lewan himself. I think there's a couple other guys that do this podcast. Mm. But this is Will Compton at home. Looked like he just maybe tucked his kid in, and he's talking almost in a whispered voice. And he has had it up to here with baby Gronk's dad. You just had to DM the account again, didn't you, brother? We have to step in the pantry and have a much-needed conversation. This is for baby Gronk's father. You are not coming on busting with the boys. I personally disagree with what you're doing. What I think is that you're exploiting your son for social clout, status, fame, money, and to fill a void that you couldn't fill on your own. I think this is all about you. You're hiding behind all this nonsense that it's not about you and you're building him a bank account for a safety net and he's gonna be a millionaire by the time he's a senior in high school. Yank fucking yank. Talk about his brain's been, he's been programmed since he was six years old. He works out six days a week, he's on a regimen and eat salmon and brown rice and talking about this has been premeditated since before he was born that is the definition that proves that it was all about you this is all about you you're nothing but like a con artist doing running a pyramid scheme on the internet if you're thinking about this since before he was born he's 10 that means you you're 36 years old if you're thinking about this since before he was born then that means you're like 24 25 your prefrontal cortex isn't even fully developed then it still seems like it's not fully developed you're out there selling wolf tickets for a quick buck just in case he gets hurt or something oh and, and then you're like oh like like i did like you did say, claiming that your career is like booby miles what midland took booby's career you just didn't make it Talk about you would have made it if it wasn't for tearing your acl type shit this has got to stop. This is insane. And you want us to join it. We're not joining the circus. Wolves don't perform in the circus. Unless it's for the right incentive, of course. But this has got to stop. This is insane. This is fucking insane. And I'm telling you, this is not going to end well. You're setting an, a, a, a massive expectation, a massive target on his back one day. And when he slips and falls and, and, and he lands on his face, it's going to not, it's, this shit is not going to end well. And do you actually think he's going to grow up and want to do the same thing with his son that you're doing with him? Taking him around and fucking parading him around, looking ridiculous in all this shit that you're having him do. 
this shit has got to stop. Somebody had to say it because I can't fucking take it anymore. But this is not going to end well. And we certainly apologize for that language that he used, uh, Will Compton. Um, but nonetheless, he was trying to make a point, and he probably could have done it without the uh, swear words. But nonetheless, that's how emotional people get over this stuff. Thought it was appropriate to to share that. That's an NFL player. Yeah, that's share a guy that that's made it. Remember, remember Little Hercules. I do. Google Little Hercules. Do me a favor and Google Little Hercules when you get a minute. And that almost feels like what this is. You know, um, he was this child bodybuilder star uh, that was on every uh, show, every reality, or not reality show, but like news program back in the day. I mean, the, the inside editions, yeah. uh, all that kind of stuff back in the day because that's all, you know, we had in the early 90s. Um, but this was just, um, man, it's just, I, I hate, I hate what they're doing to this kid. And, um, you know, Todd Marinovich is one as well. I'm trying to think of some others right now that just didn't work out. And I'm sure there's plenty. Yeah. There's plenty. Remember that video I showed you guys almost a year ago mm -hmm. of the dad working that kid out on the treadmill, how mm -hmm. fast he was running. Yeah. Uh, the kid, that kid wasn't even 10 yet. Now I, got a, now, I got a question for you, though. Just is a different way to think about this thing. What's the difference between what this guy is doing and maybe what, like, Richard Williams did with Venus and Serena? Yeah. Because it does have there, – there are successes that yes. happen like this. Is it just that we don't want to see it? Because we know for every Venus and Serena there are – over a million Todd Marinoviches? I think maybe because Richard uh, did not do that. There was no internet. There was no, it's not a no, no internet. There was no social media back then. Those mm -hmm. girls just worked their asses off on the court and off the court. And yeah, he, he knew how to push their buttons. Each one, a different way to push their buttons. But he got them to where they were. And then they took it from there. This guy is taking... Uh, a 10-year-old kid who doesn't have the talent yet in football. These mm -hmm. girls had the talent in tennis. They were beating people right. their own age. What is this kid doing? Yeah. Playing peewee football? That's no – that's not – that's no. not anything. No. That's nothing. This guy is training this kid to be a social media superstar. That's what he's doing. Nothing else. And he is apparently making, uh, according to his father – this kid does make like a hundred thousand uh, dollars. Doing what? I don't know, but um, he doesn't say. But according to this uh, article in the Athletic, he says his son is making about a hundred grand a year and is putting it away uh, for a future if it does if he doesn't turn pro. He says I don't think my son is God or better than all these other kids out there. But his goal is to go to the NFL. Uh, but the NFL is rare. It's hard to make. So my goal is to build him a platform and follow uh, and a following where he is making money now and can go into a savings account. What happened with Britney Spears all those years? She divorced her parents. Yeah. And look and at her. went nuts. She's a mess. That's a, that's a great point. That's kind of where I wanted to go with yeah. it. What's the difference between um, little Hercules and this kid? What's the difference between a child star like... Uh, what about Taylor Swift's yeah. parents? Justin Bieber. Yeah, but, you know, Bieber was like a YouTube phenom. Yeah. I mean, Taylor Swift was 
born with a guitar in her hand. Yeah. Or Venus and Serena born with tennis rackets in their hand. Yep. You know, this does work out for some people. Yeah, it does. What about Macaulay Culkin? I guess you know, so. I mean, we talk about child stars. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them don't end up right either. Yeah, very I few really make it to the end happy. Uh, let me put this up for you because I saw this uh, talking about why kids quit sports, and and I feel like Baby Gronk is going to quit uh, football before it's not too. I long. know a lot of girls that quit softball already, absolutely, because their parents really, really pushed them hard. Seventy uh, percent of children are dropping out of organized sports by the age of thirteen. This is from Drew Maddox. He says uh, top five reasons why they're doing that. Uh, one, it's no longer fun. Two, they have lost. Uh, the lost ownership of the experience. They don't get playing time. They're afraid to make mistakes. They feel disrespected. I think that is an incredible list. Um, the uh, f- They feel disrespected, afraid to make mistakes, no longer fun. Uh, I don't know what they have lost ownership of the experience. Maybe that's the adults that they have to try to say, stop, stop, you yeah. know? Well, there are coaches that think they're they're like pro coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a coach at uh, my kid's elementary school coaching basketball, and he would only play the same five girls uh, the entire year. And they happened to make it to the championship game, this big championship game. So the other team that they played knew who to key on. Let's take this girl out, and the other ones won't be able to, to do anything without her. So they take her out of the game. She, they basically just make her useless. Best player on the team. And he's got no bench because he didn't train any single person, any kid on that bench to come in, play, move around, change lineups. Same thing happened in my kid's high school uh, soccer. Plays the same 10, 11, 12 girls. Uh, and there's about 8, 9, 10 girls on the bench that they couldn't play. Uh, and at the end of the game, at the end of the year, uh, playoffs – one of their best players gets hurt. Guess what? There's no one to take her place. It's, it's, it's the coaches think they're coaching for like world championships. They do. And the kids that are on the bench rotting away, they don't want to play anymore. You ruin it. You ruin it for them. They want their cell phones. I'm telling you, man. It's, it's disgusting. Got Danny G with a great one. Tiger Woods is the biggest example. Wow. How about that? Right? Merv Griffin show. Worked out for him. Yeah, it did. Worked out for Tiger Woods. Parker, you got one? Yeah, absolutely. And I can totally agree with, like, the kids losing passion. I mean, I just got done with college sports. I swam at Olivet College for three years. And uh, by the time I was in my junior year of college, I was burnt out. I can totally understand. I mean, I was a D3 swimmer being pushed like a D1 swimmer. I mean, I can totally get how kids in high school now are being – burnt out before they even want to even think about getting into college i mean like you mentioned the statistics are saying that 13 year old children don't even want to play sports like they're dropping out at the increasing rates uh every year and you see that uh they're making club sports that are like thousand dollars just to join so it's turning into more of a you're doing it so your later success instead of the uh the enjoyment of the game well, youth sports is, and I've said this before too, youth sports has just become big business. I mean, you should not play baseball all year round in the state of Michigan. You just shouldn't. Baseball should be in the fall. 
Well, fall ball. Whatever. Baseball's in the summer. You should play football or hockey or soccer in the fall. And you should play basketball or uh, whatever. In the winter. In the hockey. Winter. Hockey. I mean, you should play multiple sports. Yeah. I mean, nowadays, they say if you're a baseball player, your career doesn't even start until after you've had Tommy John surgery. Why is that? Because you're throwing the ball too much all year round. You're not training any other muscles. Spenny said he would trade in his childhood if it meant he could sign a, mil- a multi-million dollar NIL deal in a heartbeat, he'd said, if I could be a millionaire by, by college, I would have done it in a second. That's our man Spencer Raxer. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that think that way. Hell, man. Well, nah, I wouldn't have given up my childhood. No, no way. Not in a million no way. years. Uh, guys, let's take a break and get a message from our friends at Big Boy. Let's do it. You know what time it is. It's Strawberry Fest time at Big Boy. Get down there for breakfast and try the strawberry hotcakes or the mouth-watering red velvet waffles. If you're not in the mood for breakfast, they got lunch and snacks for you. The strawberry bacon chicken wrap and the refreshing summer splash salad and desserts are the best there. You got the classic strawberry pie. Throw a little whipped cream on there. The deep-fried vanilla Oreos or the strawberry Hot fudge cake. It's all there. Plus, you can order a big boy at your local big boy. Love Woodward Sports. Love wearing clothes. Then you should be wearing Woodward Sports clothes. Check out our full line of merch at woodwardsports.com. Just click on shop. We have all your favorite designs like Dan Campbell kneecaps, Woodward golf, and of course, our own logo out merchandise. Men, women, infants, kids all love Woodward Sports. Impress your friends. Impress your boss. Impress your dog. Buy Woodward Sports merch today. Introducing the Planet Fitness Guide to getting that post-workout glow. Step one, what's your why? More epic energy, better sleep, blow off steam? Step two, join Planet Fitness for just $10 a month and get moving in our clean and spacious clubs. Step three, bask in that post-workout glow. Join Planet Fitness today for just $10 a month. Join today at any of the 50 plus Detroit area locations. Make sure it's seen and heard. Tweet us. Hop on the YouTube chat. Slide in the DMS at Woodward Sports on all social media. Hey, uh, history made it to Belmont, man. First of all, I want to hear your experience watching it. Now, you had an opportunity to be at the Belmont, but you're going to New York this week. Correct. My brother-in-law, Jersey Mike, and his boys had grandstand seats right at the starting gate, man. They had a time of their lives. I was on the phone with them all day long. Uh, It was a beautiful day in New York and a a great day for horse racing. Uh, Where is the Belmont in relation to the city? The Belmont is just inside of Long Island. Okay. So it's about an hour uh, out of Jersey, hour and ten minutes out of New Jersey. One of the five boroughs. Over the five boroughs, correct. (laughs) Long Island, just outside of Queens, New York. All right, so here's the scoop, guys. The Belmont Stakes is the last jewel of the Triple Crown. It's the longest race any horse will run in their lives. It's a mile and a half. They call it the test of a champion. Uh, There were nine horses entered. There were like four or five horses that could have won this race. The horse that won it was the three horse, Archangelo, very lightly raced. Uh, There he is, and there's his dad. Uh, Don't he look just like his dad? Oh, he looks just like dad. He's just gorgeous. Just gorgeous. So anyway, you could have bought that little horse there for thirty-five thousand dollars, Ryan. Thirty-five grand. Wow. 
Okay, horses are going for a million, two million, ten million. Why was that one so cheap? They didn't. This didn't think he looked right. He didn't look right. Arrowgate was his dad, who was a monster of a horse. Monster. A monster. So someone buys him, and not only that, they pay fifty thousand dollars to get him in the Belmont because he didn't have enough points because he was very lightly raced. You have to develop points to get in these triple crown races because they're worth so much money. So the owner put up fifty grand. He's got a female trainer. Her name is Jenna Antonucci. She runs at Belmont. She runs with all the big boys. Uh, she don't win a ton of races, but she had this horse ready to go. And if you don't like horse racing, I'm sorry. You're missing a great thing. This is what it looked like for Jenna Antonucci and her gang at Belmont on Saturday. pimples i'm telling you man now if you saw that and you saw and you heard tom durkin calling a race oh he called a flawless race you couldn't really hear it fox really didn't have their best day as far as fox sports he national called, his, called a flawless he race. called a great race uh the audio was a little off it was their first uh time doing the race uh i'm sure it's going to get better but if you could have seen his call and her watching the race you you would like get so much chills down your body. How do you You would not? start crying. How do you not? So she's the first female trainer. She beat the boys, man. She beat Bob Baffert, Todd Pletcher, all the rest Is of those Dean guys. Is Dean Wayne Lucas still involved? Yes, he's still involved. Not as much because he's like 85 years right. old, but he still trains horses. Good old Dean Wayne but Lucas. Horse racing is a phenomenal sport. I hope you guys uh, give it a chance. There were protesters, of course, outside Belmont. They think it's inhumane to run the horses. They've been doing it for hundreds of years. And if you don't like it, don't what watch do you it. That, I think they're a bunch of jackasses. <laughs> and with that, we will see you tomorrow. Braylon <laughs> is back tomorrow. Maz will be back tomorrow as well. We hope. Uh, Parker Brown, JB, Jeremy Bryant, my guy. Uh, we'll see you. Thanks. Tell a friend about Woodward Sports. Hey, hit the like button for us. Let's get to over 100. Bye-bye. Come on. Come on.